All right, now Vince, as we often find ourselves in position to become better people by the things that we pursue and the learned things we learn, I came across a list of adult problems that nobody really prepared us for. One of the first things that they say we're not prepared for or preparing our kids for is handling the decline in death of the parents. So for example, do you feel like as your mom and dad were still going and you were growing, did you get a sense, Vince, that I kind of understand how this little ride works, this merry-go-round goes, you know? I experienced that because my grandparents were still around. Yes, as so were mine. I saw, and you know, when I, they were probably in their late 60s, maybe, when I actually remember them, you know. So they were pretty active, you know, even back then. And I'm talking, you know, my memories, maybe nine, ten years old, I can really start to remember my grandfather, maybe a little younger, eight. It was actually through them that you experience, you know, oh, you see a life and then you see him getting older. And so I think it was, I knew about it because of that. Now, nowadays, kids, they're going to experience that when their parents pass away. They didn't know their grandparents never, really yeah. Well. Yeah, because they're getting married so late or not having kids so late. So by the time your kids are born, grandparents are already dead. Another thing that they say we weren't prepared for or that we're not preparing our kids for is the feeling and understanding that $5,000 is a lot to owe, but not a lot to have. Correct. And you know what they miss out in these schools now? They don't teach kids any kind of financial responsibilities like lessons in banking, checking account, debit, car loans, home loans. That yeah. should be taught in high school. Shop, yeah. Exactly. You should learn that. How many kids don't, what's the checking book? I, that seems pretty reasonable. Mom and dad always handled it for me. Well, no, you got to learn. First car loan, oh my God. It was a whole experience for my sons to, uh, although they all ended up doing it all on their own. So it was like, oh, all of a sudden there's a new car in the driveway. It's like, oh yeah, dad, I just bought, you know, it's like, oh really? You know, I think we had discussed it and they, they figured seen, it out. Right. Well, another thing that they say we're not prepared for or preparing our kids for is for having to make dinner every fucking night. Oh, man. They never learned that until actually when they moved out on their own, feel like I can eat out all the time. Well, no, you can't because financially you're just wasting money. They have learned pretty quickly how to cook on their own. And I will say that for all of them, and these are all males, they are pretty good cooks. I wouldn't mind eating their dishes they make. But, you know, you go on YouTube or you go whatever and you just, you know. Here's how to do it. Two ounces of this. It's amazing. Well, anything yeah, you need. you know, follow the direction. Pick a recipe. The only thing we bought them, 
when they all moved out, we bought them uh, like an assortment of spices because they have no clue most yeah. of the time. You know, and a couple pots and pans. That's very and, good, actually. And you're on your own. Okay, here's another thing that we aren't weren't prepared for. Life is all about maintenance. Your body, your house, your relationships, everything requires constant and never-ending maintenance. That's true. You have to always Whew. work on everything. Relationship is constant. The gutters. Yeah. <laughs> Painting the house. That's right. Which I put off again this year. So Yeah. Yeah. Go one more year. Yeah, well next year we gotta do it. And I said that last year, so Did you know if you can actually poop out of your mouth? I did not know that. And I'm having a hard time with teaching my sons the art of pursuing the female that you want, that you're interested in. Well, I think all of us would be interested in that. Please, Well, I'm just on. saying, a lot of times, I think guys nowadays do not know how to pursue a woman. I mean, when, when I met my wife, I pursued her. I did things. I wanted to do things with her. I didn't want to wait two weeks before I got back to her. I think a lot of these guys assume that, uh, oh, she'll be around next week and stuff. No, you have to let her know that you're interested in her today. Don't wait till next week. Because I think a lot of women will say, well, if he's not calling me, then he just doesn't give a shit. And I think a lot of these guys, man, I'm telling you. They're missing out. They are missing out. They don't know how to, I don't know what they think, if it's just going to be like that, or all of a sudden you're going to have bells and whistles and, oh, I'm in love. You're not going to know unless you pursue her. You know, you got to yeah. find it, you know, and they end relationships so quick. A week, boom, month, boom. It's just, they just, I don't know, it drives me crazy. But I'm trying to teach one, you know, you gotta, you gotta actually pursue Well, how do you her. think you learned that? I don't know. I think through, uh, probably experience, I guess, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. How, how did I learn that? I never had a talk with my dad about anything that bared anything with sex, women. I don't remember him and I ever having a discussion, you know, even when What's a moment you up? do remember with your dad where you felt really close to him? It was later on. I was as you were older, you mean? Yeah, I was. I think I was in my fifties. I got real close to my dad, obviously, right after my mom passed away. And him and I probably talked more one on one. It's surprising. There's still so much I wish I had asked him. You know, my dad says that now too about up, his family. You know, he wishes he would I don't ask know more much questions. of his background. Yeah, my mom's I know more of, but my dad, no. And I wish you know stuff that he did in the war, you know, and stuff and. Just how he grew up, you know. He might not have wanted to talk about it. 
Well, at the time, towards the end, he was willing to talk about it. Yeah, he never. Are you, really you going to be more willing to talk about it near the end? Oh, I tell my kids anything that I would. You know, I talk too much probably with them. You know, they don't want to hear about. No. That's right, because you do you do tell them the truth. I do ramble, so yeah. I don't know. They don't really, you know. Think nowadays they don't really care about the history. Road Rage, you ever have any? Not that I'm aware of. Not yeah. that could very well could have been out there, and I just was oblivious, but I don't think so. I had two instances. Yeah. Both by women. Wow. We were at a light to make a right turn. Well, this lady's coming, you know, and she had to go slow down to cross the tracks to continue on. So my light was past the tracks. So I left. As she was on the tracks, so though, I made my right turn, so I'm in front of her. Well, she got pissed. She didn't think I should have. Even though there was room for me, she got pissed thinking, why am I in front of her? I mean, she was on my... And it got to the point where, I mean, she would get so close, I could have smacked her mirror, her side mirror. She was a... Oh, my God. She wouldn't lower that window, though, but she was screaming. I mean, she was, like, out of control, man. Then the other one, we were by Fox's, and she wanted to merge into the lane. Well, she was in the right-hand lane. She was supposed to be making a right-hand turn. She decided that she's going to come into my lane. You know, I literally, I had to, you know, like, almost go in the other lane to get around her left front, you know, because she's coming that way. She comes up to the light. She's screaming like it's my fault. I, I was this close to kicking Both were on the bikes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never in a car. It's the only two times in my life that yeah, I Yeah, it's interesting. There and is, it's only been this year. There does seem to be a, a little bit pervasive prejudice against the two wheels i don't know man it's like and it includes bicycles too yeah oh yeah a lot of times you hear it yeah that's why they should legalize that get back whip Get back clip that you can clip on your bike. You can. They have it where it's got a special clip. They're about maybe could be maybe four feet long or whatever, and it's real tight wound leather. And on the tip, you usually you can usually put like a metal ball or something. So if somebody's real close to you, you can flip it off. So you you got with the metal ball hanging, and you can smack their windshield or it's called a get back whip and they're illegal now and i know they're illegal in illinois a get back whip yeah Buy them. They I've even never heard of them, that. You can buy them and order. Them I'm gonna stuff. have to look that up. I I think most states they are illegal, but there's still a few that you can have them on your bike. Which brings up that photo I sent you of the uh, Texas club that was at that bar. Yeah. They had them on their bikes. I was gonna tell them, you know, those are illegal in Illinois, but I decided <laughs> not to tell them. That was a good choice. <laughs> yeah.
don't think they Unless you were wearing me. your sad eyes jacket, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I don't think I Now, if you yeah. were wearing that jacket, I'd walk proud and say mm. it to anybody. We go around enforcing the get back laws. Yeah. The get back whip get laws. Get back whip, man. That's right. The good old days. I'm going to have to take that I, off your I bike. I see sir. them, though, on bikes. The guys have them. They sort of disguise them. They put them at the end of your handlebar, so it almost looks like the leather that hang, you know. But when they're hanging about four feet down, you know damn well what that is, you know. And it's got that special, all you got to do is pull down. It disconnects. Pretty cool. I mean, you can get them at various lengths. They have yeah. them at 12 inches, you know, whatever. Yeah. Get back, whip. Get back, whip, man. I like that. Yeah. That sounds like a shirt. Get a little, a lot of them a put teaser. a little metal ball in there or something that that's going to crack you. Or even if you hit their car, you're going to put a little dent in there. Like they're going to remember? Well, like, you know, if you were close, I could take it, hit you on the hood. It's going to put a little dent on your hood. I would be afraid to use it. I mean, you know, a lot of these weirdos will probably try to run you off the road. So. Especially if you do that, then they probably, okay, all bets are off. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm coming after you with my whole car. Yeah. Especially, you know, I mean, I don't know. Somebody's you and your misses. Not none of the guys, you know. But man, these women get so mad. They might have had other things going on too. Oh, I'm sure in their world. You oh know. hell yeah! Probably either broke up with their boyfriend or found out they're pregnant or not pregnant or whatever or got fired. I mean, I'm sure there's other things involved in me cutting them off that got them all upset. The get back whip. Yeah. Go home. What one item of clothing can you not live without? A shirt. Just a shirt. So you could go with no pants and no underwear, but you got to have a shirt. Well, yeah. When you're on a highway... And you get nature's call big time. Mm. I gotta go, I'm on the road, turning off my phone. Don't hit me up, I'll miss you. Don't blow my line, I'll miss you. No. I gotta go, I'm on the road, turning off my phone. Don't hit me up, I'll miss you. Don't blow my line, I'll miss you. Get nature's call big time. You're cruising on a vacation and you're thinking, now there's two levels of this story that I'm going for here. Mm -hmm. One is you've got to move quickly and find something. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you have time to plot out and, and you know that, okay, I've got the call, I've got time. Mm -hmm. What do you do to accommodate yourself? Do you just use any gas station along the way, no matter what, and go for it? Or do you put more thought into it? If I'm just doing number one. No, I said big time. Big time. I would, you know what we do? I prefer uh, a hotel. It's usually clean. You're a man after my heart. I, we will stop at a hotel. I just walk I in like will I pick belong up, there. Go into the beautiful lobby yes, bathroom. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Marble floors maybe yeah. even. Oh, yeah. And they're always clean. They clean nice. and beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I love that. Yep. See? I will go out we of should. my way. I will, too. I get off the road. If it's... A mile down, if I see the sign that says maybe Holiday Inn or something, and I got to go, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Yes. I know. And my family, 
makes fun of me about that. I, yeah, I know, but I said I'm not. You know, no, you know that's a personal. That's too personal to just do in a in a bathroom in a gas station. Let me just say, I'd okay. rather do a hotel than a restaurant. Me too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. First of all, there's less traffic. Right. More likely, less use. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be very clean. They keep right. those beautifully yes. clean. So you do the hotel also. Oh, absolutely. If and I can. Do they? Have you done it all your life? Well, I think driving? a lot of it had to do yeah. with, you know, and I don't mind being in airports mm-hmm. either. I consider those pretty good. Airports are fine. Yeah, I don't even like airports. Yeah, well, you don't like airports, period. But right, I don't like. So yeah. let's not even go there. Uh-huh. I love hotels. With, yeah, even if it's a modest hotel with a nice lobby, I know I'm going for gold. See now, when we go on vacation, you know, like we'll uh, maybe in the morning we'll go for breakfast, you know, or something, or to look at a site before we leave. I keep that hotel, even though we're all packed and everything's in the car. I still keep that hotel just in case and then i can go to my room and i will so if checkout times till noon if we're you know anywhere around there and i have to go somewhere and it's noon i still know i can get back in my room even that's even better so i'll keep that key. i've got so many of those keys just in case you know another reason to keep those i was told those some now. some yeah. of them the magnetic information actually has a lot of your personal information on it. Really? Like your credit card, credit card? number that yeah, you use yeah. to secure the hotel. I don't know if that's true of all know. of them, but I heard that in some cases, just like your credit card has all that information true. in the strip, that's a good reason to take it and put it in a garbage can in another city mm-hmm. or cut it in half like a credit card. Or I don't really worry about it too much. helps you feel good in a given day or better in moments. I what I'm going to be doing that day. Having an outfit, I don't have any outfits. <laughs> I have shirts and pants that I wear. I see. You don't have jumpsuits no, or anything? I don't, you know, I don't have, oh, I got to wear this shirt with this pants, you know, or I can't go. No green, Elvis suits got, or anything? No, you know, I mean. Cape. You got a cape, don't you? The cape and cane and the hat I wear okay. all the time. All right. The spats I don't wear anymore. No, I put those away. Yeah. But, you know, you got to cut it somewhere. I guess where I was going with the question about does, you know, dressing affect us, it suggested it does. So, for right. example, if you knew you were going to go to a really fancy affair tonight. Right, I would dress. And you like had that. to get home and shower and you had to really look top notch. I would probably even shower, yeah. You probably, you would probably <laughs> even shower. That change in routine even would right. start to turn the energy on a little bit, would it not? Don't yes. you think? Okay, so... And I, you know, to be honest with myself, I probably would even act a little different. If I were going to a more formal affair. I see. And tell me in what way differently? Just, you know, I think Cautious? I just, right. I think, you know, I, I wouldn't be talking loud. Like, you know, fly on the wall or a flower on well, the wall? Well, just, I would still, you know, speak, but I would be 
low tones, low low tones, just genius splashes of genius. Excited, you know, running around, jumping, saying, "Let's do shots," you know. Yeah, just (laughs) like you might otherwise. (laughs) Right. If I was wearing jeans and a t-shirt, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's you know. Well, wouldn't you like shorts and a t-shirt? I mean, if I'm going, you know, okay, it's a summer night. We're going to go and just have a beer or something somewhere. Throw on shorts, t-shirt, big deal. Okay, yes. The answer to your question is yes. I, I feel those same things. I think we all do. And you would act different. I think so. I think it just a lends itself right. to that. Like you can tell when you go to a, a, a formal restaurant. People sit up straighter. and Yes. You know, I mean, when the waiter Do you still comes, slouch in a nice restaurant? And, uh, no. No? I don't know. You know, you rub your knuckles on your back. That'll straighten you up, you know. Wow, I like that. Keep the elbows off the table. That's right. You know, certain things. And don't turn the chair around. That's right. <laughs> I've never done that well, in my life. Well, actually... I have never done that in my life. We've had the experience of being out with somebody involved in law enforcement, and they always sit facing the door because they're always wanting to be ready. I can see that. I could see the benefit of that on many levels. Maybe yeah. somebody they sent to jail, but I was thinking even from the standpoint of just bizarre human encounters yes. like being at a cafeteria where somebody brings in a semi-automatic weapon and starts killing people. By facing the door, you have a little bit better shot of right. noticing bizarreness I would want like to that. do. I, yeah, I would. Now that I think about it, I don't really sit with my back to the door. I usually try to get Well, the, you notice how we have seat. you set up in a studio in a very safe way looking, for you. Right, yeah. See, you by have a way, you, I yes. would feel uncomfortable because you're back. Ah, but see, I have you to protect me because you are watching out for me. Yeah, but you're really assuming a lot in that instance. <laughs> <laughs> think that fear has a bizarre impact on your susceptibility to influence. I've been feeling anxious, wondering if shit will work out. I've been feeling anxious, work so late I slept on my couch. My friends ask me what is going on, cause lately I don't feel like myself. Yes, I've been feeling anxious Wondering if shit will work out When you're anxious or scared, do you tend to seek something you know that's comforting and familiar in some sense? I'll give you an example for me. Sometimes when we get to Chicago and we haven't been to the dispensary in a while Mm -hmm. and we go, the first early on experiences are real intense. Oh, really? Really? They can be. Yeah. And and as such... So you get anxious? Sometimes. Yes. And more cautious. You so know, it's whether like the it's, first time you went, you, yeah. were, you were away on hiatus for nine months. Yeah. You came back to the city. So we we lit up on the way home. Oh, you did? From the dispensary oh, the next day. Oh, from the dispensary. Oh, yeah. you couldn't even make it. We had to go across the street to a gas station to get a lighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's intention. I know exactly the gas station you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So so you couldn't even wait the 20-minute drive back. No. You had to do it right away. Immediately. Was it 
well worth it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Those first ones. Do you ones, find it more satisfying as you get older and you encounter it like it comes back and pulls you back? You find it more I wish we had video now. going right now because <laughs> I was just really more enthralled with the way in which you expressed yeah. that physically as well as audibly. Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave that to the imagination. Like your like your time in the in your vehicle yeah. this time. Was that more enjoyable than it was the last well, it, time you were here? You know, not really. I, no? I don't know if I would even have a parallel comparison chart I would put, put up for that. It was intense because, first of all, I'm piloting a vehicle. Right. And You've while done I that think, all your life, though. I know. It's not like but, it's the first time. I know. Since but, high school. But you still have thoughts of a little bit of wisdom saying, you know, am I safe with everything? And it's illegal to be driving as you that's true under the influence so you can't be smoking in the car where i'm going with all of this is to say when i feel it really intense yeah i have a thing that i do that grounds me and i say thank you father mother god that makes it so that's more like uh an anxious feeling but what about now a fear well like i have been in fear intense fear I could I tell mean, just by the way you said that. That just thinking about it now, it brings it all up again. Okay. And I didn't think of anything flashing in my mind was that I just wanted to survive. Yeah. Well, that's... that's. But that's a fear. And nothing happened, but it could have happened. Yes. Okay. In that same thing, for me, we went to Jewel from oh. the dispensary. Now, okay. mind you, and we had a party in between. Mm-hmm. So blasted that in the store turns ashen white. What? Her blood pressure started dropping. And I said, you know, are you okay? And she said, I don't know. And I just said, okay, now look at me. And I looked at her and I said, I want you to pull from the inside and remain here with will. And she did. She stood straighter. Then the color came back, but she was going down. Really? And I just thought, you know, I don't mind getting help. Has it ever happened before? It's from not having it. High THC factor. Yeah. Did you grab her and talk to her like that? Yes. It was intense. And now, how long did you have to before she? Well, we were. We decided we were done picking up a few items. And that was it. So we went to the checkout, and this this is where I really stood with her and talked to her. Yeah. And I said, you know, do you want me to take you out to the car? I'll, I'll move my basket aside. Yeah. And she said, no, I'm, I want to stay here. And I yeah. said, okay. Then what I did, and this kind of goes to your original question, and I would have done this for myself. I started pointing at magazines for her. Say, look at this, look at this magazine with these pies on it. And immediately, I do that for myself. To focus on it, something. It helps. Yes, it helps you yeah. grab hold, like putting your foot down on a merry-go-round to mm-hmm. get it to stop, you know. But it was pretty. So that's why I say that that first. Wow. So that was yeah. First in nine months, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that would be, and the quality is you know, right up there. Man. You know, it's not like the old days. So when you encounter it right away. Yeah, we smoked it like cigarettes back then. Yeah. Um, but oh man. Ooh. I've been feeling anxious. Work so late, I slept on my couch. My friends ask me what is going on Cause lately I don't feel like myself Guess I've been feeling anxious Wondering if shit will work out
do you think that you're authentic? Yeah, I pretty much. I think, you know, if you wear your emotions on your sleeve, I think you have a tendency to be more authentic then. Because, you know, I, I say things that maybe sometimes eh, I might regret. But people will know that they can trust what you say yeah. is how you really feel. Right. If you're going to ask my opinion about anything, I'll give you the brutal answer, yes or no. You know, like, oh, do you like this outfit or, you know, whatever, whatever. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you, you know, otherwise don't ask. But I'm just saying, if you're going to ask for my opinion, yeah, then let it be. I'm going yeah. to, yeah, That's I'm fair. not going to, you know, That's pussyfoot fair. around and say, well, you know, I think it looks hard. You know, it either looks good or it doesn't look good, or you should do it or you shouldn't do it, you know. I'm pretty well straightforward with that. It's not like, well, you know, you could go to the bakery today, but, you know, if you really want to go tomorrow, you know, it's like. Well, I think your gentlemanly credentials are quite clear, which is why I think some of this is not even news to you a lot of what you just described. As gentlemen, we need to remember to be in the moment and put the phone down. You do this because I feel like you have a time and you pick it up. Yes, you'll engage it, but then you put it down. You're doing other things. Mm -hmm. So you, you have a way to put it down and be authentic, I guess, in those moments. That's really cool. I remember us talking about that. That was very inspiring to me. I do that to some degree. Yeah. I don't know if I'm as disciplined as you are, but I just don't want all the interference if I'm doing something. How would you say your posture is right now? You know what? I always try to have good posture when I'm walking. And so tell me what, what's that? How do you get well, yourself I, to that? If you see me when I wake up and get out of bed. Yeah. We're all a little crunchy. Yes. Doing, so yeah. if I don't do my morning. <laughs> you you got to warm it up. Little workout. Yeah. Which I do every morning. I, you know, I, I can feel the, you know, like I'm not walking as fast or taking the steps as high you know sometimes you see these people they're dragging their feet and i just i just don't want to be you know i don't want to end up like that you know yeah. i want to end up being able to walk around I, I try to have good posture all the time whether i'm successful is that something you just kind of feel as you're standing there versus knowing well it requires me to do this and this and this yeah and you know what? I think growing up, that was something my mother instilled in us. Standing was, at attention? No, just having good posture when you sit in a chair, sit up straight, you know. I can remember growing yeah. up, don't slouch. Do you moisturize? No. It was just up until a few years ago, I've always washed my hair with bar soap. Fine. Well, they have to have all, you know. Well, of course, and that's fine too. i to Mongolia and only touched by virgin hands. That's right. I don't, you know, I've never really... Yeah, you don't And to this day, to I usually use like my Irish hand. Spring. Why get a different, you know, why get the bottle of shampoo? I got the soap on my hand. Right. Irish Spring. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Carve it with a that? knife, matey. That's what I, yeah, Irish Spring. It used to be something else, a lever. Do you think it's your natural response to be kind and respectful in situations? I think I'm pretty kind to people. Which would mean you'd have to be also respectful to be <laughs> yeah, kind. Yeah, respectful to them. I don't, you know, I don't invade people's privacy. I don't get into your face. I, you know, I don't try to, you know. Even if you've had a few drinks. No, I'm pretty, I, I am. Um, do, you go, do you go quieter when you drink? No. Well, you know, I think I reach a point when I'm drinking that, okay, I, I have to slow down or I'm going to start acting like an idiot. That's always in my mind whenever I'm out. You know, I never want to be that stupid-looking drunk. And I haven't. My sons have never seen me. 
you know. <laughs> they've never um, seen you. They've never seen me. Right. That's the same as saying, you know, well, I was never say, found guilty. The last time I was probably close to being what you would consider drunk, you know, we were in Maine and we closed the bar there. It was like a, a tourist bar, you know, we talk, I was talking to, you know, people. And yeah. uh, there was like a two o'clock, we're walking, you know, back to the hotel. And I was, yeah, I could have gotten robbed that night. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to Nashville that Saturday, unfortunately, that Saturday night there was a concert. So when we went down, uh, where the Broadway is or Main Street, the minute the concert let out, every, all the bars just got way too packed. You couldn't even get into them. So we ended up going that Sunday morning the next day. Everything opened up at 10 o'clock, and all the bands and things were going. So we were able to really go into any of the bars we wanted to go see that day. So if you want to really see the bars... And listen to the bands go on a Sunday morning. Sunday mornings make me think of church, which make me think of McDonald's. That too. But also there was a time when you dressed very well for any activity, whether it was traveling, going to church. Yeah. When is the last time you had to have a suit on, but you really liked the way you looked? That I liked the way I looked? Yeah, that you really liked the way you looked. I think going back probably to my niece's wedding, which is probably about 10, 12 years ago. Okay, well, that's that, listen. That, the suit that I had on was one of my favorite suits. Wow. You know. Do you still have that suit? No, it shrunk. <laughs> they have a habit of doing that. Yes, they do. Well, that was really a, a thing I was going to ask you about when it's called dressing appropriately. There's things that you, you do. You just dress a little bit cleaner and more fresher when you're going on a job interview than yeah. you would if you're just going to the 7-Eleven. See, I like vests. I think that gives a good look. It is a nice look. I like double-breasted. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, look. it was like you had full frontal curtain coverage. Mm-hmm. You know? The only thing with that is you had to keep it buttoned all the time. You did, yeah. So if you were going to a dinner party, I wouldn't. I never wore double Good point. I was always thinking ahead, you know, when I would drive. I guess that's your point. Now, besides the beauty of a bar of soap and what it can do for you, oh, what is your so favorite cologne games. right now? Is there the just a nameless time, bottle I, that you just splash? I used to, uh, Blackberry? Burberry. Burberry, yeah. Probably the last one I ever bought. I have a, I have a, believe it or not, my son gave me a trial size, and I really like the smell of this cologne, and I don't know the name of it because it's written and it's small and I can't see it. But it's a time, and I've had it, the damn thing, for probably two years. And I'll use it occasionally when we're going out to dinner or something, but, I, you know, I don't spray it all over my body. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's lasted this whole time, and uh, I haven't purchased it. Now, you know, they all have their brands that they have to get them. And I can't, I think the last, when I was really wearing it on a daily basis, it was probably that. And then Red, I think Red was another one. That was a, yeah, there's something I yeah, remember, something a Red like something. That, yeah. I mean, that's how long ago, you know, that I actually would go and invest on a certain scent. (laughs) Some people think men are just born, but a man is raised. I was raised by a great man, and in the best place. There's nowhere on earth better than Jones County. Way 11 North toward Monticello Up on the left I was raised by a hard-working fella Through freezing and melting weather And when I got out of line then I felt the belt leather But when I followed his lead I got better Learned how to be a man and never to say never The first to leave and the last one home Ain't nobody breathing more of a man than Ricky Jones I'm twice the man I used to be Everything was so damn new to me But I love 
Know when to take a risk and when to play it safe. This is a journey, boy, it ain't no race. I'm a man, yes, sir, I'm a man. When it comes to my money, my house, my kids, or my honey, I don't laugh if the joke ain't funny. I am a man. I work hard taking care of my fans. I don't back down when it's time to take a stand. time wasting time making bad choices but my dad he told me how to work hard and do right period i can't say my daddy taught me to drink mud and fish but he did teach me how to mix mud and lay bricks i begged him miss school to go to work when i was six missed the bus on purpose and told mama i was sick i'm twice the man i used to be everything was so damn new to me but i love everything that i grew to be i'm a man Nothing behind your back I won't say to your face Know when to take a risk and when to play it safe This is a journey, boy, it ain't no race I'm a man, yes sir, I'm a man When it comes to my money, my house, my kids, or my honey I don't laugh if the joke ain't funny I am a man I work hard taking care of my fans I don't back down when it's time to take a stand Everything was so damn new to me, but I love everything that I grew to be. I'm a man. I won't say nothing behind your back. I won't say to your face. Know when to take a risk and when to play it safe. This is a journey, boy. It ain't no race. I'm a man. Yes, sir. I'm a man. Just before we, we end, I have to give a shout out to my favorite lesbian bar in Chicago, Farragut's.